0: you're listening to the batuta advocates weekly news wrap on desert rock fm 96.5 welcome back to the batuta advocate weekly news bulletin recording here live from downtown batuta in the budgie smuggler recording studio things are looking good right around the country when it comes to coronavirus melbourne's dropping by the day The single COVID bubble's opening up on Monday in Victoria, so um, all those toey singles at home will be able to, um, you know, bit of slap and tickle coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of that going on. Queensland's looking good, NT are opening up the borders, and uh, New South Wales is doing the same thing. WA, they haven't had coronavirus as an issue over there since, I think, March, so uh, things are all looking good. And uh, here in Batuda we, of course, haven't had any community transmission for about 100 days. so
1: Things are looking up.
0: Things are looking up. Heading into finals with the footy. And in the studio with me, of course, is Errol Parker, editor-at-large. How are you, Errol? Yeah, good, man. And Wendell Hussey, our newsreader. The Peter Stefanovic of the Diamond Diamantina Shire. What's up first in the news today?
1: Well, the biggest story from our home state of Queensland, which was a comment from Anastasia Palaszczuk, who said... The borders will remain closed until after the election when it's no longer an issue. One
0: of the biggest issues
1: right now, though,
0: whether Queensland should open up its border or not. And thankfully, Anastasia has finally given some clarity.
2: Yes, that's right. The day after the election, the border will be opening. So everyone who's up in arms about it will just have to wait until Anna beats whoever it is she has to beat. Freckleton? Freckleton. Frecklington. Frecklington. I don't even know when it is. Uh, yeah, well,
0: it, it's around the same time as that uh, AFL grand final. right? So it's all looking good.
2: Well, after that election, that's when the borders will be allowed to open again. And um, yeah, look, all will be right in the world. Absolutely.
1: There you go. Well, we'll move on from one state political story to another. And the big one down in New South Wales is about John Barillaro trying to blow up the New South Wales government and... A farmer has agreed with him, saying yes, koalas, not feral pigs, or Chinese trade tariffs, are our biggest issue.
2: Yes, he's not even fussed about coal seam gas or climate change either. Yes, this farmer is really thankful that the Deputy Premier is trying to blow up a sitting government in the middle of a pandemic, saying that koalas are the biggest issue for him right now.
0: Yes, if you missed it, the New South Wales branch of the National Party tried to leave the coalition. Uh, down there in New South Wales, forcing Gladys Berejiklian's hand on koala policy, which is a huge issue for primary producers and one that everyone knew about. But they've since backed down after Gladys threatened to take their portfolios away from them and render them useless and much less paid.
2: Yeah, I wonder what John Barilaro and his hair that looks like a sucked mango seed is going to do next, Clancy.
0: I wonder. I wonder. I mean, he can always get a job as head of comms for the Canberra Raiders or something. He's always been a bit of an inner-city gnat, much like our inner-city Prime Minister and, I guess, our inner-city premiers right around the country. Mm
1: -hmm. Small hands, small feet. I'm sure he'll work something out, but a real gel-on-face moment there for John. And we'll move on to a big international story, which was about... The Aboriginal Illuminati hosting a secret meeting to discuss the first mission for the uncle on the inside.
0: That's right, Uncle Tony Abbott is back and he's currently infiltrating British government through his new trade advisory role to bring down the Commonwealth
2: from the inside. Yes, the nameless leader of the organisation he works for called the New World Aunties told us he's in there and he's about to cut the head off the snake, that is British colonialism. So stay tuned.
1: And we wrote another story down there in Sydney, which was about a bloke who only leaves Sydney's North Shore for the SCG members offers his opinion on Queensland politics.
2: Talking about Sky News commentator and failed radio funny man, Paul Murray, of course. So yes, I had to Google who this bloke was for your story, Clancy, who has provided some uh, unwanted advice to state premiers again this week. Good on him. Yes, again with the big school vice-captain vibes from the man who could never really
0: crack it on radio, never really got out from under Marty Sheargold's shadow, who for some reason thinks he's in touch with the common man and positions himself as a media outsider, despite the fact he never leaves the franken-credit belt of Sydney's North Shore unless he's been invited into the SCG members by Lachlan Murdoch or his good mate Timmy Wilson.
1: Let's finish up with some local news and it's a nice tale of overcoming adversity. A millennial suffering festival withdrawals has stood in the sun for 30 minutes to buy a $12 beer. Yes, the young lady
2: from the French Quarter down there, Absinthe Casson, says it's been a tough year. So she decided to treat herself and set up her own festival experience. Quite a nice
0: little thing she had going there. She put the speaker out the back, turned the hose on and created her own little mud bath while sporadically walking around her backyard and waiting in a queue for half an hour to buy a beer every hour.
1: Sounds just like the real thing, and apparently she didn't eat all weekend either. So I hope she had lots of fun, but that will do us for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again in seven days' time to bring you all of the biggest stories from our humble regional newspaper.
0: I hope Tuesday isn't too tough on your absinthe. My name's Earl Parker. I'm Clancy Overall. I'm Wendell
1: Hussey.
2: Nick D'Amer.
1: pre us on.